When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. 24 hours out from the first test uh, between the Black Caps and England at the very famous ground of the Lords. And uh, I've got FOMO. I'm missing out over there. But one person who is not is uh, Craig McMillan, Black Cap number 204, who's uh, on media duties over there. Of course, Craig played 55 tests, including nine against England, a couple at Lords as well. So he knows exactly what to expect there. Macca, good morning to you, New Zealand time. Good evening, uh, London time. Morning, Smilly. Now, look, uh, you're staying across the road, um, so you only have to walk to work, mate, which means you possibly have been to the ground to have a look at uh, either trainings or maybe the pitch. Tell us a wee bit about the setup at the moment. Yeah, I'm very lucky to walk out the front door of the hotel and pretty much be in Lords. So um, it's a short walk to work. Um, I went and watched New Zealand train today, actually. Watched England train yesterday a little bit. uh, the weather's been pretty average over the last two days. Typical London weather, there's been a mixture of sun, um, a fair bit of rain, a lot of showers come through, which actually interrupted New Zealand's training today at Lords. But um, pitch looks pretty green a couple of days out, but I'm sure that will um, perhaps colour off a little bit before the start on Thursday. So watch New Zealand train. They trained pretty well today before the rain hit. Um, and yeah, it's been an interesting couple of days. There's a Real Kiwi connection, a Kiwi flavour to this test series, obviously, with Faz McCullum being appointed, appointed England's head coach. So it's been um, it's been a bit strange, really. So with Brendan going into that role, of course, um, you, you're now uh, on the spot over there. You can probably get a bit of a vibe for that. Have you, have you sensed anything about uh, his, his new role and how England have taken it? Well, there seems to be a fair bit of optimism around the English side, Smithy, which is fair to say hasn't really been around the England cricket team. They've won, what, one of their last 17 test matches. Um, the style of cricket they've played has been pretty dour over the last couple of years. So um, there hasn't been a lot to celebrate in terms of Red Bull cricket with England. But certainly the appointment of McCullum, um, I think, has brought about um, a degree of optimism um, and, and confidence within the side, which, you know, it's not often that New Zealand get into a test series as favourites, but they have to be this series. They beat England last year, uh, 1-0 with that win at Birmingham, Edge Baston. So um, England are ranked six, New Zealand three. So um, New Zealand will head into the series as favourites, which is unusual here in England. But um, this England side worries me. There's, they're too good a side. There's too many world-class players in that team for them to be down for too long. So um, I expect a competitive series, and I think it's going to be a cracker. 
You, you mentioned a green pitch a couple of days out. Would that concern um, those people that want to see the likes of Ajaz Patel on the side, or do you expect him to be in there? Yeah, look, it always tends to be a little bit green here at Laws on day one, but in England you need a spinner, and you'll know from your experience as well, Smithy, it's a little bit different to New Zealand. While we both countries tend to have greener pitches, it does turn and um, dry out a lot quicker over here than what it does in New Zealand. So um, I expect Ajaz Patel to play. I think New Zealand need to play a spinner. He played, um, New Zealand played a spinner in both test matches last year. Um, Mitchell Santner played here at Lords last year. And then Ajaz Patel came in for that second test match and bowled beautifully, picked up three wickets and, and picked up Joe Root in that second innings, which was important. So I think he'll play. So New Zealand's balance is going to be interesting because Trent Bolt only arrived here in um, the UK yesterday, so Monday after, afternoon UK time from the IPL. So he just won't play this test match. He just won't have enough bowling under his belt in terms of Red Bull cricket to, to play this first test match. So New Zealand will make sure he gets a lot of work through the next week and he'll be fit and ready for that second test. So it means that Matt Henry, I think, is a like-for-like like in terms of a new ball bowler. He'll probably play open the bowling with Tim Southey, and then it's a straight-out decision um, for New Zealand as who they go with. It's Wagner or Jameson, which will be an interesting call. Okay, so you're expecting, of course, uh, Nichols, uh, even though he's up and about and uh, training, not to be ready, and, and that would be Mitchell at six, Blundell at seven, uh, sorry, Mitchell at five, Blundell at six, and yep. DeGronholm at seven to, to, for that all-round role, yeah? Yeah, I think that, that's how it will be. Henry Nichols um, came over with that calf injury. I saw him batting in the nets before New Zealand trained, actually. He came across to the nets by himself and was in the nets a good 30 minutes or so and looked pretty good, was using his feet. Um, but he unfortunately caught COVID on arrival over here and missed five days of treatment. And I think it's just going to miss, he's going to miss by a couple of days in terms of being ready and New Zealand taking a chance on him. So he'll continue to. Um, do some work in the background, and, and he'll be fit and ready for that second test match. But unfortunately, I think he'll just miss out on this Lord's test. Mac, what do we know about England's top three? Uh, to me, that's been their issue. Um, the, the currency in, in cricket is runs. They just haven't got starts for uh, many of those test matches that you just mentioned that they lost. What about this uh, new-look top three? Yeah, that's where they've had issues, haven't they? They've chopped and changed amongst their owners. It's interesting that over the last two years, Smithy, England have used 27 players in Red Bull cricket. New Zealand have used just 19. And to be fair to New Zealand, most of those have been through injuries or COVID or a number of different things. Whereas England have just chopped and changed and been on the selection merry-go-round. But they really haven't got it right at the top of the order. Zach Crawley is an interesting one for me because he looks a good player. Um, And he's shown glimpses of how good he can be. Um, at the top of the order. Um, so I, I expect him to come good at some stage. He looked a good player. Um, Ollie Pope um, has been pushed up to number three in the England side now. He's generally better than the middle order, um, not only for England, but for Surrey as well, his county side. So that will be a challenge for him because, you know, Joe Root generally has played at number four for most of his test career, but in recent times, um, he got pushed up to number three because they were trying to find a stopgap, I think, in terms of um, some consistency in the top order. So Joe Reid has moved back to number four, his more comfortable position probably, and Ollie Pope's going to bat at three. They've got a new guy in Lees at the top of the order who um, toured the West Indies but really didn't do much, and I think will struggle against 
um, the opening attack that New Zealand are going to have in terms of Saudi um, and Henry probably in this test match are going to ask a lot of questions. So I think both batting lineups, Smithy, with perhaps a little bit of a green pitch for the first couple of days, the Duke's ball and overhead conditions, um, both batting lineups are going to be tested by both bowling attacks. Watch your class. We, we didn't um, really get the performance or the preparation we wanted uh, in that last uh, county match. Of course, uh, Mac, uh, we're rolled, so you don't want to go into a test match having a, a collective batting performance like that. But are, are you worried about that to a certain degree? And particularly, are you worried about the lack of red ball cricket for Kane Williamson? Yeah, good question. Not the ideal preparation in bowled out being 19 for 6 and then bowled out for 148. New Zealand has really missed out on a prime opportunity to spend some time at the crease and, and um, get some runs under the belt in that second innings um, and that loss to that county's 11. Um, I guess there's some question marks on Pritt, Conway and Williamson, two guys coming back from the IPL. Conway missed out in both innings in that match. Um, and Williamson just had the one bat but missed out. So it was obviously shorter runs in the IPL. So, yeah, there are some concerns there, I think, for the New Zealanders in terms of the output. Um, but I know that a lot of work would have gone in over these last couple of days. Um, New Zealand captain saw him in the net today. And he looked in pretty good touch. Um, spent a fair bit of time in the net. So we'll just be grooving things again. But, yeah, there, there's probably a couple of question marks. I guess the other um, question, Smithy, is who fills that number of four slots with no Ross Taylor anymore? Who, mm. I, From all accounts, it sounds like it's going to be Devin Conway. Remembering that um, 12 months ago in this very test match at Lords, he opened the batting for New Zealand for 200 on debut. So that's another selection um, that New Zealand are going to have to make, whether Conway opens or whether he bats at four. Uh, the other thing, Mac, is uh, we, we well re- re- uh, remember, it was a little while ago now, but uh, we lost our last test uh, here at home against South Africa. It was a pretty poor performance. And we also, of course, lost Bangladesh. Is there a slight worry there um, in terms of just our collective performance for you? Yeah, there is a little bit because it, it wasn't the greatest at home summers with, um, in terms of our test side. To lose those two test matches was disappointing. So, um, you know, we are reigning world test champions, but if we're going to get back to being close to that final and being able to defend that um, trophy, we're going to have to win pretty much every test match that we've got left to play in this cycle. So, there is some pressure on this New Zealand side that they need to do that. But um, first and foremost, um, they have to start well in this series. Nice to have a three-test match series as well, Smithy. Last mm. year, it was only two test matches. Um, and as you remember, there was a number of players that came in um, that weren't perhaps regulars within this New Zealand side and, and played pretty well. So nice to have three test matches and, and it's set up for a cracking series. A lot of talk about a style of cricket England will play. We know Ben Stokes is a bit of a roll-your-sleeves-up sort of a bloke, and we know Brendan McCullum is pretty much the same, roll-your-sleeves-up, and let's yeah. take the challenge on head first. Is that the kind of cricket uh, you're expecting uh, this England side to play, or do you think they might have a slightly more conservative start? Yeah, it'll be an interesting one, because it's going to be hard for McCullum He's only been in the country five days. Uh, I talked to him the other day, and he's only been in the UK for five days. Um, I've watched, I've had two or three days training. So it's pretty hard to stamp your your mark on a side within that short space of time. But I think you're right. Stokes and McCullum are two 
peas of a pod, really, in terms of how they play. They both have those attacking tendencies, like to be aggressive, and will err on that positive approach. And, and the messaging from both those um, guys will be very similar, and it will drag the others along. So if the others have got any question mark on how they should play or how the team wants to play, then McCullum and Stokes, I'm sure, will spell that out very clearly clearly that they want that to be on the positive approach. So um, I think it will be exciting, but I think it will also be measured, and, and it needs to be in Test cricket. You can't just be um, all guns blazing in Test cricket. There's periods during a Test match where you actually have to suck it up um, and just absorb some pressure, whether it's a good bowling spell from a Broad or an Anderson or a Southie or a Henry. There's periods where you just have to um, bunker down and get through a, a bowling spell. So It'll be really interesting just to see how England do play, because um, but McCullum will be very clear in the style that he wants this English side to play. Craig McMillan, uh, fantastic! Uh, really happy that you're over there. Jealous that I'm not. Um, I look forward to your work. <coughs> Excuse me, Matt, and um, uh, I look forward to uh, this test match. I really have. It's been a date on the calendar for quite some time. I've had a ring around so. Enjoy, Lords, mate. I know you will um, in a non-cricketing capacity, just a commentary one and uh, the rest of the, t- the tour as well. I hope to catch up with you a little bit later. Thank you. Yeah, look forward to it. Thanks, Millie. Cheers. Sorry about the noise. My neighbour's sanding his deck. My motto? Don't work on your deck. Play on it. Life's good with a Trex deck. Low maintenance with a 25-year residential warranty. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.